Good morning, Delaware. Happy Friday. Um, I would love to welcome you to Off the Shelf. Cole. It's another week. It's our first Friday of the new year. It is. Somehow that happened. Somehow it's another year. And now I have to make all my twos into threes for the next month. I haven't had to write it yet, uh, but I've typed it wrong at least a dozen times. Oh, I've written it wrong. Yeah. Multiple, multiple times. I sign a lot of things with the date. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have that privilege and honor. I'm sure it's not oh, one yeah, that you it's love. Great. <laughs> of course, that's my uh, deputy director, our co host, Molly Myers Labady. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We also have in the studio with us Beth McCollum today. She is the marketing and communications manager for Preservation Parks of Delaware County, Ohio. Good morning. Welcome, Beth. We're so happy to have you here. Thanks. It's great to be back. You wouldn't think that talking about the parks in you know, the the dead of winter in January would be like something that we're going to talk about, but we'll talk about that the second half of the show with some things mm-hmm. you've got going on. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> we'll start out the way that we always do, which is a little bit of fun with our books that we've been reading, things that we've I been watching fun. or listening to. Um, so Molly, what have you been, what have you been getting into in the new year? Uh, you know, I kind of actually look back a little bit because I haven't finished a few that I'm quite ready to talk about. Um, but I read a book I didn't get to talk about last year that I loved, mm-hmm. and it's Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Okay. And this is a story, it kind of goes back and forth. So it's one of those that tracks through time. So, Mom, if you are listening to this, you're going to need your notes. <laughs> um, and it's the story of two children who, adult children, who find out their mother has passed away. And they thought they knew everything about their mother's life. Well, they quickly start to find out they know very little. Because what she has left them is the makings of black cake and a frozen black cake in the freezer with a note saying, you'll know when to eat this. And a story on a video about a young girl who swam away when she was young. Hmm. And the story takes you in a lot. I've got to be so careful because it goes back and forth, and I don't want to mess up the timelines and the way that it shows up in the book. Like I said, this for those of you who take notes during books or <laughs> those of you who, when there are lots of characters moving around, like to listen and read at the same time, get both materials. Right. This isn't one that just is completely linear, though I did follow it. I struggled a little in the beginning. Once you get to know the characters you're in. So the pieces I can tell you is there is a wedding. Someone dies at the wedding from what seems to be poisoning. It's assumed that the bride dies, but nobody ever finds her body. And a young girl swims away and starts a whole new life in secrecy. There's a child that these two siblings don't know about. There's a whole life that's been lived. There's love lost. There's love gained. There's tragedy. There is everything. This book was genius. Um, I don't know. I didn't know Charmaine Wilkerson before this. No. If she writes again, I am going to be grabbing the first copy of whatever comes out that she's got. Um, this just really engaged me, really pulled me in from the beginning. Lots of twists and turns. You know, this would be that perfect snow day book. Yeah. Like next time there's a snow day, get this ready. Because this is going to knock your socks off. Is it, I mean, what would you call like the overall genre? Is it a mystery? Is it a... It is, it is a mystery. It's a historical fiction. It's a family story. Interesting. A generational kind of... It's all sorts. I mean, I had so many feels during this. Like I, 
I am one of those people who, as we're all listening to the radio to hear these reviews, I never do that. I don't look at reviews. I may see that a bunch of my friends have read it, yeah. but I normally walk into a book my favorite way, which is completely blind. Mm-hmm. I know the cover, I know the title, and the author, because you can't skip that. And I just start reading to see where a book's going to take me. Now, if you are my friend on Goodreads, the lowest review people normally get is a four, unless it is a blatantly <laughs> horrible book. I have a, I'm going to call it ability, to not be that critical of books. Yeah. Now, this one, I have to say, when I come in to review these, I do look. All the people who read them, and especially the ones that I think really are great reviewers, right. four or five stars every single time. Awesome. So this is not just me saying this is an amazing book. But this is one you can just completely get lost in. I think it's got a um, varied audience to it. So I think about anybody can enjoy this one. Yeah, this it was fantastic. Amazing. I was very happy That's with it. it. So it's called Black Cake, Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Charmaine Wilkerson. I'm more hung up that it's called Black Cake. Is it chocolate? It's a t- it is not. It's That's like not. a fruit cake. <laughs> There's a I think there was a recipe at the end of it. Now I can't even remember. For this black cake, it's um, a lot of the story takes place. Um, I think it's Jamaica, and I should have looked that back up. But in another place where you know the swimmer, the bride, yeah. where they all were, mm-hmm. and it's a traditional cake there that came. It's about the only thing that traveled with this character. That's interesting. Oh my gosh, it is a recipe a book. A mystery. It's everything. everything I mean, it really is. If you have a, a must-read written last year, yeah. I put this high on that list. Fun. Well, Beth, I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you have anything that you have read that you want to gush about? Sure. Um, so one of my new favorite authors is Susan Elia McNeil. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's the author of the Maggie Hope series. Oh, okay. And I love Maggie Hope. Uh (laughs) I love historical fiction. It's, you know, Hitler's march on Europe and how, you know, the United States entering the war. Maggie Hope is a spy. She's an American citizen, but she's living in London. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, just takes this new role, and this is her mission. Yeah. Well, I finished the series so far. There's going to be another one coming out. But um, the author has a new book. It's a standalone book, mm-hmm. and it is called Mother Daughter Trader Spy. Oh, okay. Ooh. It's got to be a playoff Tinker Taylor. Soldier Spy. Soldier Spy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for helping yeah. me because I was like, oh, <laughs> right. my gosh, I just forgot one of those right. words. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in reading a little bit about Um, this book and how it came to be, the author says that she found out about this mother-daughter combination while researching Maggie Hope. Ooh. Very cool. And so loosely based on a true team, mother-daughter spy, Mm -hmm. um, they moved from New York to L.A. um, pre the United States entering the war. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they are of German heritage and they find their way in with a Nazi group, you know, trying to spread that message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they end up teaming with a group 
and they become spies. Fun. Ooh, I love spies. So, <laughs> yeah, so this has become like my new favorite genre. Right, uh-huh. yeah, the historical fiction plus spies. Women spies, I yeah. love these because yes. I am the world's worst liar. Like, yeah. you can see every lie on my face. Right. And so I want to be like these spies that yes. you're like, how do you do that? Like, I have to look at the ground and my shoes, and I just gave up lying to my mother years ago. Like, many, many, like, there's just no point. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I finished this, and I'm looking for my next spy book. Well, oh. I have a quick recommendation that you might like and that the rest of our listeners might like is that uh, right now, because in the library we are in our winter reading club season, yes. this season we have something back called Personalized Picks. So oh, that's such if you a go good suggestion. To our website, and you um, go to our personalized picks page. It's under our services. You can fill out a form, and you can say, "I just read Mother Daughter Trader Spy, and I'm looking for more like historical fiction uh, spy novels, mm-hmm. maybe with like a strong female protagonist, or if you're looking for any kind of you know protagonist." Um, our librarians will give you the next best read. I love that. Yeah. They are yeah. so good, too. They are yeah. spot on at what they do. Look at that. We get an extra plug for personalized I picks. I know. <laughs> well, I read uh, <laughs> I read a book that was for my book club. Um, it's a very highly anticipated book um, that was just, just released. It's called Under the Whispering Door. It's by T.J. Klune. Mm-hmm. If that author's name sounds familiar, it's because they are the author of The House on the Cerulean Sea, which oh. got tons of acclaim um, last year and the year before. It's on my to-do or to-read list. Which one? The Cerulean yes. Sea? Yes. And and I have not read uh, Cerulean Sea, and so I don't have any basis for comparison uh, with that to Under the Whispering Door, but my book club, many of the members of my book club had, and so they had mm-hmm. a lot of uh, comparisons between the two. Some of them were that it's a very similar structure. It's a very similar layout. Some of the characters felt similar, but we didn't feel like they were part of the same world. Um, but I don't always think that having similar structures and characters and layouts is a bad thing. If no. you like what you like, then read the next one. You know. Yeah. Um, so under the whispering door, here's what it's about. Um, there is a there is an afterlife, and it begins with a uh, man. His name is Wallace. And he is highly unlikable. <laughs> He's a lawyer. <laughs> he works all the time. You know, he gets to work at 8 and he leaves work at 9 p.m. And he maybe has uh, dinner and tea and then, no, not tea, dinner and, and you know, a drink and alcoholic beverage. And then he mm-hmm. goes to bed and he wakes up and he does it all over again the next day. <laughs> He's not likable. He uh, would fire somebody. He, actually, the book opens up with this very funny scenario. The book is about death and grief, but it's very well balanced with humor. And it opens up with this scenario where he's sitting at his desk. He calls uh, his his paralegal into his office, and she is just, like, word vomiting on him about how she's had this terrible day, these terrible past few months and weeks, and her husband has this going on, and her daughter has this going on, and she's got this going on. And she just, you know, she's like, some people say that you're terrible. It reminds you a lot of Scrooge. Some people say that you're terrible, but I think you're great. And I know because you called me in here because you just wanted to give me the opportunity to vent. And he's like, well, actually, to get back to why I called you in here, um, you're fired. <laughs> and so he's just really heartless. He just he just heard her, you know, tell, talk about all these woes. And he's like, nope, actually, you're, you're still fired. Goodbye. Um, well, he dies. And, <laughs> and well, he dies. He, he dies. Wakes up I love that. At his funeral. And just days later, he wakes up at his funeral, 
and um, he's he's observing it as a ghost, as someone on the other side. And um, there aren't many people there. And actually, his ex-wife, who appears, um, takes the opportunity when the when the priest says, "Does anyone want to give a few words?" She takes the opportunity to really unload on all the things that she ever hated about well, him. Well, you know, somebody's got to do it sometime. It was just a really good opportunity. Yeah, it was cathartic for her. And he's like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> So flash forward, there's a woman there named May, and she is the personification of the Grim Reaper. Mm -hmm. And she takes Wallace and she says, we have to go to this next place. Like, you've witnessed this. You've been dead long enough. Let's go to the next place. And so she takes him to a place called Sharon's, no, Kron's Crossing. Um, And it's a tea tea shop. And so in the tea shop, she tells him that he's going to meet the ferryman. And the ferryman is named Hugo. And Hugo is going to help Wallace cross to the next side. Um, There's a lot of allegory to, you know, like the river Styx and Mm -hmm. Greek lore and just a lot of like what we know of of the afterlife and in the death kind of trope Um, and in the death canon. And so uh, Hugo is his job to kind of help Wallace figure out, you know, your life wasn't great. This is your opportunity to kind of reconcile with what you did. And when you're ready, there's a door on the fourth floor of my little tea shop. And I'm going to help you go through that because that's the next step. And that's what I do. May's done her job to get you here. I'll do my job to get you up there. And Wallace is not is not into no. it. No, he's not having it. He he's like, I have to get back to work. There are still things to do there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the book is a journey. Um, he of course takes a long time to process uh, who he was and reflect on who he was and who he wants to be. Um, he doesn't want to go through the door. He does want to go through the door. How are we going to make that happen? The cast of characters is wonderful. Hugo is um, highly likable. Um, May is wonderfully um, quirky and uh, exactly the kind of person who you'd want as your best friend and your Grim Reaper. Uh, (laughs) And then there are two ghosts who also live in the tea shop, uh, Nelson and Apollo. Nelson is um, a uh, is Hugo's departed grandfather, and he has this hilarious sense of humor. And Apollo (laughs) is Hugo's um, departed service dog, and they decided not to pass whenever they knew that their son, grandson, and owner were going to be uh, a ferryman. And so they are hanging out with him in the house to make sure that he gets settled in in his new job as a ferryman. (laughs) It's very, very interesting. Deals with a lot of topics of, um, like I said, grief, death. Um, You know, it makes a lot of assumptions about the afterlife, like um, the good place, there's a oh, lot I of. I love the good um, place. There's a lot of bureaucracy in oh, the yes. afterlife, you know, paperwork and rules and things like that. <laughs> I keep thinking about the fact if we don't lose our humanity, how are we going to lose all of that? Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. And and so it's it's really really entertaining. I listened to it. Um, and I read it. I did both at the same time because I had to speed through it because the book chat was last night and I knew there would be like major spoilers. And so <laughs> I didn't want to have the spoilers happen. Um, it is read by Kurt Groves and Kurt Groves did an amazing job uh, reading it. I was highly entertained by the audiobook. And the only reason why I think I got this highly anticipated novel um, on both audiobook and ebook so quickly when it's like one of the hottest like novels to come out in this uh, time is uh, because of Libby has a thing called Your Lucky Day, 
Yes. And Your Lucky Day is a way when if you just pop on the app, there's going to be a super, super popular novel. And if it's Your Lucky Day, it might show up for you to download right now. You know, I got one today. Did you really? When I woke up, I got um, The It Girl by Ruth Ware, which I, you know, was really looking forward to. A lot of friends have loved it. Maybe I'll have it done at 16 discs. I don't know. Yeah, you got to take advantage week, But we'll of it. just see. Right. <laughs> Let's see. Lucky day. I know. It was crazy. I woke up and I was like, I think she was going to mention that. Yeah. Well, I, so I think that if you have your chance to get your hands on this, whether you, you buy it or you wait for it um, or you have a lucky day, um, it's called it's called Under the Whispering Door. It's by TJ Klune. And it, I thought, had a really beautiful balance of brevity lightheartedness, seriousness, grief. I laughed out loud and cried openly weeping both during this book. And I think that that's a sign of a good book. So, Yes. All right. Well, on the other side of the break, we will be continuing talking to Beth and from the Preservation Parks of Delaware County, and we will be talking about the Winter 100 and the Winter Letterbox. So stay tuned. Welcome back, listeners. We're so happy to have you here with us today. It's a beautiful Friday in Delaware. We're so excited to have our guest with us this morning, Beth McCollum, the Marketing and Communications Manager for the Preservation Parks of Delaware County. Welcome and joining. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be back here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, we usually have you about Mm -hmm. here like once or twice a year as we lead into the summer and now as we're here in the winter time. So Mm -hmm. what could possibly be happening at the Preservation Parks this time of year when it's 30 degrees out? So much. (laughs) So much. You think the parks are fun in the summer. Right. Bundle Mm -hmm. up and get out there in the winter, too. Mm -hmm. There's so much to see and explore, and you get to see the parks in different seasons. You just get to know them a little better. Right. Look for holes where animals live. Mm. Use your imagination. What kind of shapes are the trees making? My kids were, we were at Hogback, yeah. and we were walking over the ravine bridge. And my son looks, that tree looks like a dinosaur. Aww. And I look, I'm like, Oh, okay. I would not have noticed that with the leaves on it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, That's true. And I so bet much. after a fresh snow, you probably have a much better opportunity oh. to do some animal print Absolutely. finding. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. It's beautiful after snow. Yeah. I yeah. have a secret snow trick. Ooh. I do it sometimes driving, but it's best if you're out hiking. If you download the as Edward Scissorhands soundtrack oh. <laughs> while it's snowing and you're out hiking, it looks like it's dancing to the music. It I'm, is one of the most amazing experiences. I'm going to have to try that. You are going to have to try it. If you have not before, if you've never gone out in the snow, and if you know me, I hate cold. Yeah, it's not But pleasant. I love experience. Good. So you get out there and you almost forget how much you hate that cold. Yeah. And I do. And but not a- then. <laughs> and if you need a little bit more motivation, we have a couple programs Ooh. to get you going. Right. So, so tell us about this Winter 100. What am I doing 100 mm-hmm. times in the winter? <laughs> <laughs> the, the goal of the Winter 100 is to get outside and move. Okay. Uh-huh. And try to walk. The goal is to walk 100 miles or 100 kilometers, mm-hmm. which is about 62 miles. Okay. Between January 1st and March 31st. So you've got a goal and then like a yeah. stretch goal. You yes. could go for the kilometers mm-hmm. first right. or go for the miles right. as your you stretch know, goal. It's not a race. Uh-uh. It's not about, you know, I need to get so many miles in this amount of time. Right. Yeah. It's just get out, move. If you could walk for 20 minutes a day. Start to calculate your mileage. Mm-hmm. I have been reading about that health impact, too. It is yeah. so good to be outside. Mm-hmm. Just even that little mm-hmm. bit of vitamin D on your skin. Absolutely. Just breathing that fresh air. Mm-hmm. It just makes you 
feel better. So when you're starting to get that, I've been stuck inside blues, right. it's time to get out there. And this program actually started three years ago during the pandemic, yeah. just to get mm-hmm. people outside mm-hmm. and moving. It does not need to be done in our parks, right. which I think mm-hmm. is the beauty of it. Um, we have a community. We have a Facebook group. We have over a hundred people in that group now, sharing their pictures from Love the walk, it. Right. asking great questions about, from other members, and it's just really motivating and really inspiring to see the stories that people share. Well, and it's whatever your mm-hmm. personal goal is Absolutely. with it, because yeah. I participated during the when it was very first introduced, and I was on a weight mm-hmm. loss journey at mm-hmm. the time. And so that really helped me meet that goal. But there were other people who were like, I want to get out of the winter blues. I just want to be outside. It helped them meet that goal. I wanted to get my Pokemon Go buddy right. all three stars, <laughs> which is six kilometers a day. Yeah. So. Yeah. Stick to your goals, people. Yeah. Right. We have people who say they just got their miles in for a day shoveling their driveway right. and yeah. neighbor's driveway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Where your where your bands, yeah. where uh-huh. your whatever whatever your tracking band is, and then track it down. So how do people sign up for this? Where do they go? Sure. They should go to the Preservation Parks website, preservationparks.com. Okay. There'll be a little pop-up when you get to the site. You can click on that. You could read about the Winter 100 and another program that I'm sure we're going to chat a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you haven't signed up before, created an account on our mm-hmm. RecDesk software, and then you could sign up for the program. Yeah. And yeah. then once you're in, you'll get an email with the link, the Facebook group link, and right. we'll let you in. So this is a walking program that doesn't cost me anything to no, join. Just doesn't. inspires me to keep going. But yes. I do have a question because mm-hmm. I'm hyper competitive and I love like a goal beyond <laughs> my own goal. Like what what do I get when I finish the Winter 100? It's a surprise. <gasps> but I do get but something. You do get a prize. Okay. So when you're done, you log back in. There's you'll get a link and. You complete the form there, and mm-hmm. you can pick up a prize at Deer Haven. I love Ooh. that. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Okay, so now pivoting. Um, anyone can do the Winter 100. Absolutely. But I think it's going to be something that's probably going to be more adult-focused, maybe teen and adult-focused. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But Winter Letterbox, this is like a whole family fun. It is. And is it similar to Summer Letterbox? Yes and no. Okay. So I'm actually combining my mm-hmm. Winter 100 and my Winter Letterbox. Oh, I love this. You time and family time all together. Yes. (laughs) So new this year for our winter letterbox, we have new booklets. Mm -hmm. So nice. um, if you haven't seen the booklet yet, it's absolutely beautiful. The artwork is great. And it goes along with our 2023 theme, Mm -hmm. trees. Nice. Oh, nice. So our summer exhibit will be about trees. We'll have programming about trees. You know, I can't wait for that because I have this like inbuilt need to learn to identify trees by the leaves. Absolutely. I want oh. someone to help me identify well, the this trees. Will yeah. help you identify trees <gasps> without the leaves. Ooh. Because there's none in the winter. I feel like you're winter. speaking my love language. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So I was out doing the winter letterbox at Deerhaven Park the other day, mm-hmm. and there are the honey locust trees with the spikes in them. Ooh. And you know, it's like we're going through a haunted forest. Uh-huh. And they have like the orange roots that you can see down in the 
tree. Yeah. So, you know, just identifying trees from that perspective is completely different than identifying them. Yes. Right. The only one I think I ever was able to identify as a camp counselor was sassafras because I could get a fire to light if I had sassafras Mm -hmm. when it was raining. (laughs) And you don't forget that when you have to cook your meals over an open (laughs) fire with a bunch of campers. (laughs) I learned that one, but it's been so many years that I'm like... I don't even know if I could find sassafras today without breaking and sniffing every single twig, <laughs> which I'm not against if that's we part of your plan. Cut to, we find Molly in the woods, hunkered down, <laughs> breaking every sticks twig. in front of her. <laughs> So we are very thankful for our partners at the Delaware Library yeah. for um, being a place where families can register for the Winter Letterbox this year mm-hmm. and get a booklet. Yes. So mm-hmm. that is very yeah. exciting. That is new for us for the Winter Letterbox. Yes. And we they have look fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, we have Thank them at you. our main and our Orange Branch yes. libraries. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so what is the goal of the Winter Letterbox? Like, again, for the hyper-competitive, like, how do I complete it? How do I win it? What do I need to do Absolutely. to, like, She had me at trees. The Letterbox. Yeah. <laughs> Molly's going to be breaking sticks and sniffing them. Uh-huh. I'm going to be killing the goal. Tell me about so, it. So <laughs> we have five parks that you want to get uh-huh. to. And unlike our summer letterbox, where we have a box, for the winter letterbox, we have a sign. Okay. Okay. And you have to write the word, the phrase for mm-hmm. each of the parks down uh, in your booklet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I go to Sharmar, I get the, the phrase, mm-hmm. and on some other parks, there's also a number. Okay. Nice. So, after five parks, you could complete that phrase or quote. We don't know what it is yet. No, it's a secret. <laughs> she can't tell yes. you. And then there's numbers uh-huh. corresponding mm-hmm. with that. Once you get your phrase or quote together and you 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 figure that out and there's numbers that go along with it, the numbers will help you decode the box that's at Deer Haven Park and a Gallant Farm okay. to retrieve mm-hmm. your prize. Nice. Fun. Yeah. And I think you're really going to like it. <laughs> I can't wait to get out there right now. I'm going to go with Nicole and make her stop to smell all my twigs, just so you know. I won't hate it. I'm going to slow you down a little, though. That's fine. I can handle it. (laughs) I'm used to being slowed down whenever I go to the parks. My children, I'm like, come on, girls, we got to do it. And they're like, "Uh, no, but what about this thing over here? Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. We'll stop and twigs. Well, Beth, thank you so much for joining us and telling us all about the fun things happening at the Preservation Parks this winter. Um, You can go online to preservationparks.org. .com. Um, And then also, if you're on the Delaware Library website and you go to our um, Winter Reading Club page, we have links to both of the... to both mm-hmm. of the Preservation Parks programs as well. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take this last minute that we have and talk about a couple quick things that we have coming up at the library this week. Um, big, big news is story times are back. And even bigger news is that they're back in the branch at the Powell Branch Library. So um, so exciting. I know our team is so excited yeah, for that, too. So you too. will now go to the Powell Branch on Wednesdays and Fridays at 1030 a.m., for your um, Powell story times. I know people are very excited mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's one other thing I want to throw out there. It's actually tonight, and it's it's long, but it, those of you looking for it, this is what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. There's a Prep Accelerator ACT virtual crash course. Uh, it's going to be online, but it is like a four-hour course. Right. If you have high schoolers who are getting ready, you know, curious. I know that yeah. um, my nephew's making decisions. So my niece and, you know, my other nephew, his cousin are starting to think about these things. It's a good time to get in there and at least start getting an idea of what's coming up. Yeah. So if you've got a teenager 
who's got a lot of questions, this is a great way for them to start figuring out what, what kind of resources are out there and what they can be doing. Yeah. You'll get go ready. To, you'll go to DelawareLibrary.org and click on our events tab and you'll register for that so mm-hmm. that you get the link to go to it tonight. Um, that is all that we have time for. There's always so much more to talk about. Always so much more. why we have a radio show. So <laughs> I hope that you uh, join us again next week. And um, in the meantime, thank you, Beth, for joining us today. Thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Molly, for being my co-host. Always happy to. Gage, wonderful job on the board. Thank you very much. And (laughs) listeners, we will.